guys. Welcome back to the Lady Lorian show. We are so excited to talk about chapter 14 this week. There was a lot of stuff that happened, some tragedies, some some returns, some some big things happened. So I'm really excited to get right into it this week. Yeah, so um what a tragedy. Uh- <laughs> <sighs> I was shocked. I was like <gasps> <laughs> I definitely had like a little little tear as the razor crest blew up. So I just did not I did not expect that at all. I was so like I was like so like emotional. I started like I have videos like of my live reaction and I'm literally screaming and I'm on the floor and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> That's so you though. Well, this is your episode. So I'm going to let you talk a little bit because (laughs) my husband has returned from the war and then preview they showed like the the scene from last season where it was a guy walking up to Fennec and I was like they're gonna connect it it's gonna connect connect and then like the whole thing with that happened and he was like oh I have a sharpshooter on the ridge I was like (laughs) I was when that preview came up like before the episode I was like, oh my God, because in the episode, first episode, when we talked about Boba Fett, I was like, oh, I don't think he's coming back. Like, I don't think we're going to see him again. Like, so when they showed the preview, I was like, oh, frick, like this is the episode he comes back in. Like, I totally got like, I was totally wrong on that, but I like how they did it. Like, I like how they brought him back. I feel like in the next episode, it's going to be them trying to find like the, the light destroyer. I think it is. And it's, I feel like that we're going to have a scene of Din and Boba just talking about like how Boba survived because he kind of touches on it. He's like, oh, we were both left for dead in Tatooine. And when he said that, I was like, please talk about it, please. I'm crying. Oh my God. Wait, wait, there's a tear. (laughs) The one thing he said though, was he said, um, when Din was saying, he's like, oh, you're not a Mandalorian, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I am a Mandalorian, like, this armor was my father's. Because I remember, like, I don't remember when it was said, but, I, but I've but i always thought that Jango wasn't a real Mandalorian, that he had yeah, stolen. But then they were like, oh, he's a foundling. I was like, he's a, a what? It's going to start something, like, new. Like, we're going to find out more of, like, the FET line. And I'm really excited about that. Um, I definitely think it was super cool to get to see him. Like, like when he like looked at the shit, like at the razor crest and like he went to go get his armor and he came back and he was so like, so awesome because I mean, I know a lot of people love Boba Fett before, like you loved him, but like, honestly, personally, like I wasn't super sold on him as a character. Like I thought he was like cool or whatever, but I had never seen him do anything super like awesome. And then when he like came back and he, first of all, he's like not even young anymore. He's old and he's still like kicking behind like all of these stormtroopers. I was like, wow, like that's the Boba Fett that like everyone had hyped for so long, like finally getting shown. Yeah, I was the same way. I wasn't a big fan of Boba. Like I loved him, but I was like, "Eh, I don't understand the hype. But during that scene, I was like, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, just and all the moves that he did were exact what he did in the prequels. And I just, I thought that was so cool how you see him put on the armor and he's like instantly back in his like normal, like regular 
Boba Fett vibe. You know, as soon as I saw him like look at the crest, I was like, he's gonna get the armor. He's gonna go get the armor. And when I saw like, he, he did not come to play. The little, the little like blaster rocket things on his knee, like I man, come to play. Was that a thing like beforehand? Have we seen that before? I don't know. I didn't see it. Like I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, we get it. You're cool, whatever. (laughs) Imagine having it and then you accidentally like stomp and it just goes off on accident and it's just like, oh. Yeah, I don't understand how their armor works. Like, I don't understand how like Din can like move his arm and like the, 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 what are they called? The whistles? Oh, the, yeah, the... Can, like, come out. Like, he does that. He just moves his arm. So, like, when do they know? I don't understand. They read his mind. They read his mind. They're they're connected by DNA. hmm I guess. Apparently, we've learned that in this episode. That's definitely how it works, yeah. Um, that was super awesome. Although, I think that definitely means, like, probably not going to see Cobb Vanth again. I was I'm really glad that they did like bring Boba back like I didn't think they would this season like I was like oh that's like something they might explore later but I think how they did it is really awesome I'm like excited for this new little squad that got formed this episode like seems fun seems fresh I mean who knows what's to come I know it's gonna be I liked it because I think it just because we're all we were all waiting for the Boba Fett and Din Djarin showdown going on and I kind of liked how it happened um although I wish I we could have saw seen them fight each other but you know that didn't work out but now they're best friends which is also what I wanted to happen so before like Boba and them get there and kind of the main reason that they're on this planet the reason they're here is because Ahsoka in the last episode told Din to bring the child to the to the Jedi, whatever. Seeing stone, yeah. Seeing stone. And then he brings baby there and Gogo sits on the stone and he meditates or whatever he's doing there, trying to connect with the force. And um the thing where like he's like meditating and like the big force field around him and like Din keeps freaking freaking idiot literally <laughs> Din just keeps trying to go and like get him and I'm like how many times are you gonna get blasted back from there before you realize it's not gonna work bud it's it's moments like those in the show where I'm just like this dude is literally an idiot like I try to defend this man but he is so dumb. Like he went three, he went into it three times and he was like, this time it's going to happen. This time I'm going to get to it. He took a nap. There is something with the, the seeing stone that I would like to address. <laughs> um, that it is kind of my responsibility to address as the resident Ben Solo stan of the squad. Um, so right when he puts uh go-go down on the stone, um, <laughs> He is like, okay, why isn't this thing working? And starts like looking for a freaking button. And while that's like going on, the baby starts to see like these blue butterflies, which a lot of people online have like contributed to like 
could this be him connecting to Ben Solo? Which I've been there, been in that mindset, because Ben Solo would be about four or five at the time. But I also want to point out that the blue butterflies, like in Star Wars overall, their significance has a lot to do with light side. In the Vader comics, when he's meditating, there's blue butterflies, um, and he's like mm. dealing with his light side, dark side internal battle. The blue butterflies show up. Ben Solo, we know, has gone through a lot in his life and fought with the light side and the dark side, even when he was a little baby. And so that's probably why the butterflies were there when he was a baby. So could it be him reaching out to Ben? Yeah, but it could also just be because we know Ahsoka said that the baby is conflicted and he's going through a lot emotionally. So the butterflies could just also be a sign of the light side battle that's going on inside of him. But I do like to think maybe somewhere there's a little baby Ben Solo being like oh my god someone just just reached out to me (laughs) I'm wanted there's a lot of like I think I don't know I saw that and I thought about you because I knew it was coming but um the Ben Solo thing I don't know I kind of like it but I'm also like I don't want the Skywalkers, so yeah, I'm- I don't <laughs> like. I don't want the. I don't want whoever he is reaching out to be that. But I really want you know Ezra, mm-hmm. Cal, <laughs> someone you know that we haven't already seen whole story. We know what happens with Luke. We know what happens with Ben. We know these things. Like I want something new, something fresh. You know, I like to think I, f- I forgot who tweeted it, but it was some like verified account was like, the fans want to see Sebastian Santa's Luke Skywalker. And I was like, who? <laughs> Which who? ones? Fam- like, we want somebody new. We want Ezra. We want Cal. Like, we do not want Mr. Luke Skywalker, who has already literally had two different trilogies. Like, I'm sorry if 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 you like Luke, I'm sorry, but I I'm. I would like to move on from the Skywalkers. Same. It caused me a lot of trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I talked about this in the last episode, how I am very upset (laughs) about the Mandalorian. And here's the thing. I liked this episode. Like, I really liked this episode because even though Boba came back, I felt like it was still centered around Din and the child and him just trying to protect the child and Boba just happened to be there, you know? And so I liked it. it. Even though it was really short, I like thought it was good. Like to me, it didn't go by fast. Did it go by fast to you guys? I thought it was like a normal episode for me. The first watch, it didn't go by fast. Like the first watch, I was like very like, because I was just like everything. I, I didn't expect anything in this episode. Like this episode yeah. did not go how I planned, like not planned, but like expected at all. So the first watch, I was like, everything that was happening, I was so shocked. But then the second watch, because I just rewatched it again, um, that went by fast. Like, I literally watched it almost twice before we filmed because it just, like, finished and I started over, like, because it went by so quick. It was good. It was a good episode. I was not expecting Boba to come back. And the fact that the the intro had that scene, had that of... Um, him walking up and then you're like oh my gosh it's so exciting and then it goes to the title sequence and I'm like oh my god the Mandalorian and then it goes to the tragedy tragedy and I'm like <laughs> that's funny um <laughs> um Din's laugh don't <laughs> oh 
my gosh. I don't even want to be stoned. Why aren't you see- why aren't you seeing anything? Like <sighs> every time I watch an episode, I fall more in love with Din Djarin, and I'm not afraid to say it because that laugh, he's just like turning like softer and softer as the episodes go by, and I love it. <sighs> my man, he's great. Okay, but when I totally forgot his name, whatever the child, whatever I forgot his name, Krogu. Um, no, Dodge, why would you say that? We already agreed that we're never Sorry. saying correctly again. Um, what did I say? Gremlin, okay, Gremlin, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> it fits when Mike Wazowski was flinging around the stormtroopers. Honestly, that was the highlight of the episode. <laughs> because oh my gosh that was the exact that's exactly what happened that yeah that was super funny however part of me was like oh my god like the baby is that little got that that dark side confliction right there because like he was he did not care he was like (laughs) (laughs) just flinging people around so it does like show you that like she's right like he is like ahsoka was right like he is super vulnerable to his emotions and his connection to Din. I agree. That was, I loved that scene, but it was also like the first time, other than the like uh, first season Kara choking scene, where we've seen him use it in a bad way. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting what happens because also in the very beginning, Din is like, well, I can't teach you. And no one's caught, no one else talked about this. So I would like to talk about this because when I, when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, Din's going to teach him. Like no one is going to claim the child and Din is going to try to teach him. And I think that would be, I, maybe he teaches him like how to fight like a Mandalorian and then he uses his little powers to like advance the Mandalorian moves. But in my mind, when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, Din is going to teach him. Like, no one's going to want to teach him and Din might teach him just because he knows he's powerful. No, okay, the part in the, at the end, after the stormtroopers, when um, Moff Gideon pulls out the dark saber and is like, do you know what this is? And I'm like, oh no! No, he tried to grab, he was using the force to try to grab it, which means that he knows how to use a lightsaber. Like, he's familiar with how to use a lightsaber. Can you just imagine the child with a lightsaber like we thought Yoda with his lightsaber was funny but like the child like can you imagine him swinging that thing around like what color was it I have a lot of questions it's probably green let's be real probably blue I want it to be blue Yoda's is green but I feel like blue is just doesn't isn't like the thing with green ones is like that's what you get when you're like super green. wise jedi master type business and qui-gon had green right qui-gon doesn't obi-wan get a green one yeah. i thought that was just for when member isn't that like an attack of the clones and there's like the arena scene after they lost their lightsabers i don't know um doesn't yoda has Soka one. have green ones she had she had she had blue was her were hers originally blue and then he gave her green ones or something? I think she they had green ones and in they- the animated movie. Oh, okay. 
well i don't know so <laughs> obviously she's just very wise that's why she i don't know it. i like there's so many things with lightsabers i just like, yeah i just think not, yoda chose it hasn't like been explained thoroughly in canon yeah. it's just like, unbelievable they need to get on that when yeah, I, I want an entire lightsaber um explanation movie yeah. where all they do is just explain the lightsabers Lucasfilm, get on it yeah i think yoda just choose green because he was like oh my gosh that's the color I am. <laughs> yeah like i just think that's like his mindset so Got that's it. what i would think gotta but match the lightsaber the- to the fit yeah <laughs> watch him like pull up watch the child pull up with like a purple lightsaber just to kind of well throw his face towards Mace Windu I wouldn't think that's a bad idea because whatever back on this lightsaber meaning BS whatever doesn't the purple one symbolize like being having touch with the dark side or something oh yeah is yeah I think so what Mace Windu had touch with the dark side it's not like you use the dark side but it's like something (laughs) no (laughs) you're not a dark side user but it's like you're like like you are familiar like like i don't know like you've battled with it or something i don't know freaking no i've (laughs) i know what you're talking about but like i don't i know they like afterwards like even though like we all know like he just wanted a purple one but they like explain they had to come up with an explanation I don't know. I really think he's just going to have a, a blue lightsaber, but. The shading purple speaks to moral uncertainty, reconstruction, and recovery. Therefore, the individuals that used a purple lightsaber generally shared an affinity with both the light and dark side of the force. Interesting. Hmm. I got you. I got you with this whole explanation. Yeah, we just like to look things up. I have, I, I like have like three Star Wars encyclopedias. I'll go investigate. Green means Jedi counselors who prefer negotiation and mediation to combat, but have strong force abilities. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. And then blue is connected to those who fight for the light side and skilled lightsaber warriors. Yeah. My lightsaber is blue, so i just love it it's great well a waste minus, of a lot of money minus, but it's fine minus pink <laughs> but the child pull up with a hot pink lightsaber oh bro baby. if the baby makes pink cannon i will love that thing forever <laughs> we are now grogu stands in this household we will never say one bad thing about that kid ever again Honestly, I'd like them to bring in, like, orange blades because, like, in, like, Jedi Fallen Order, you can play as an orange blade, and I love the orange blade. Like, I really like the yellow, too, but, like, the orange is just so nice, but, like, in, like, Cal's, like, canon color, I suppose, is blue, but, like, if little Mike Wazowski pulls up with an orange lightsaber, I might actually start to like him. Wait, (laughs) so... Cal's is like regular one I guess is blue well technically it's not his lightsaber it's his master's lightsaber because he loses his I think he loses his his like his in order 66 and his spoiler alert if you haven't played Jedi Fallen Order um he gets his master killed um (laughs) oh my gosh he takes his saber and it's like all like on the bottom and because it was a double-sided saber and then you're finally able to because and because it got like blasted 
but the other side obviously worked. And so um, you never really use Cal's actual saber because it's not his. He's just adopted as his. Okay. I just like didn't know that because when the game came out and stuff, like everyone was so hyped on being able to use the orange one that like I just like assumed that his was orange, but that makes more sense. Yeah, you can make it purple, like a lighter blue, scion, technically a pink, um, magenta, indigo, yellow. A lot of colors. Green, blue. All the colors. Okay, I have a question. If Din got a lightsaber, what color do you think he would pick? I don't want him to have one. I know I'm, I'm not he's not gonna, I don't want him to have one I'm just saying no. like based on what we know about Din like and his just like zero knowledge of lightsaber colors and he just got to pick whatever color he wanted what color would you want Din to have no <laughs> okay so this is the color I want him to have <laughs> I want him to have hot pink because I think that's so <laughs> because Okay, you know Pedro would want that hot pink lightsaber. I got it right here for him. I have Din's lightsaber. That's perfect. It has the black blade. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. I'm actually it, really it, just, it would match his fit exquisitely. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because Pedro said that he wanted a purple one if he ever was going to get one. Mm-hmm. But I want him to have pink. And I think he'll settle for pink. So I'll just text him and I'll just be like, hey, you should just have pink if they ever give you the option. Holistic. What do you guys think pink would mean in like canon? Like if we're discussing lightsaber color meanings, which again, I don't even know if any of this is real, but I don't know. Because like know. I just feel like it's so close to red, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the edgy red people. But I'm like, I don't want to be like the red. Because re- there's only red on the dark side, right? Mm-hmm. So it's probably like the edgy. One, because but. red you get red because you corrupt a kyber crystal mm-hmm. it's like you take like a blue kyber crystal and corrupt it and that's how you get red or you bleed it or something I don't, whatever um and then ahsoka has white ones and i think it was explained in her book that she gets the white ones because she like kills an inquisitor or something or whoever has lightsabers someone and she takes the lightsabers and they were red because they were bad and then she purifies them. So that's the only way to like get the white lightsabers is to like take a corrupt one and purify it. And that's how she's white. They need more options. Yeah. I think Din could have a I think Din could have a white one. Imagine it like reflecting off the best car. Amazing. What was okay, Din was just was it in Fallen Order? He was just added to another game. He's and a skin yeah. in Battlefront too, right? No, they added him into a mod for Fallen Order. Mm. Just like they did um the child. They added a mod on the BB-8 like character for Battlefront. Yeah, they had like images of him like with the dark saber and it just got me thinking of him with the lightsaber. He's also in um Fortnite. <laughs> I think that's an important thing to talk about this week. Um, I actually played Fortnite last night, but I did not play as Din because I don't have that. But I might pay to play Din. I'm not going to lie. But it has brought so many funny videos of him doing the Fortnite dances. Oh, my gosh. They're so good. It's literally, 
I'm so glad more people are appreciating The Mandalorian because it's videos like those that make my day. It's when we so just funny. see him dancing. Just, I'm just thinking of Pedro underneath the suit. It's literally him. Like, that's the Din that I see. When, when Din walks on the screen, I don't see Din. I see Pedro in armor. Like, it's literally, like, that's what I see now. Because he's so much like Pedro now that I, I love it. I feel like he has more personality now. Yes. Making emotional connection with the baby has, and like making friends too, has definitely like opened us up to seeing more of like Din's personality. Yeah. Do you think that the like final two episodes or last episode is going to be like Avengers Endgame where like literally every single person that Din has met in the course of the two seasons come together and like save the child? Well, we know we're getting a a jailbreak again next episode, probably. How do we feel about that? Do you guys like that character? I just don't understand, like, why he's getting him. Like, why? I don't know either. Maybe he, like, has some way to, like, track, like, ships or something. Like, knows how to find things. So I have a theory about that. I think that he's going to recruit him and then he's going to be all like, okay, cool. Like, I'll do it. Like, whatever the guy's name is, I forgot. I don't like him. So I think he's going to betray Din and because the Empire is going to offer him money and then the baby's going to go missing again. And then we're going to see Ezra wake up and then Ezra's going to go find the baby and go. Mm. So do you think Din's not going to end up with the child at the end of the season? No, I feel like they're going to milk it and they're going to leave it to next season. They're going to make us wait a year to find out what happens. Interesting. I can't believe there's only two episodes left. Every time I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, there is really only like 11 months until we like get more after this. Like, I can't wait another 11 months. Like that 11 months was rough. Also it was COVID. So I guess that's like a reason why I didn't go by fast, but it's gonna be rough if they don't end up with the child I'm not gonna sleep for 11 months yeah every waking moment will be consumed by what happens next season but (laughs) I don't know what I'm gonna do I don't know if like that's gonna happen with the empire that's like an interesting thing I didn't think about um I just know how they would get to him because right now he's in new republic jail Uh yeah but isn't car car suddenly is this whatever a marshal upholding citizen of the new republic <laughs> what when did that happen well okay and the last time we saw her he gives her that thing the the thing at the end of the very end of the episode yeah, but i thought that was just like a badge like saying like it was, well it was his i think yeah and i i think she probably sat there and again like thought about again like i know people don't like her or whatever i'm talking about the character purely I don't think with what Kara's been through, she would ever work for the Empire, personally, because... Oh, I didn't think she'd work for the... I'm not saying that I don't think she works for the Empire. But, like, a lot of people are saying, still saying that stuff. Um, Yeah. And then... But I think, like, she probably looked at that when he gave it to her and was like, like, I could actually make, like, do something. Like, Mm -hmm. you know about characterization she seemed she i mean she was in the rebellion so it's not shocking for her to go back to that yeah go back to the new republic so yeah i just don't know how because we now we we have boba 
in the sharpshooter and now we're gonna have Kara and grief will probably be there too and now we have the what's his face the mayfeld mayfeld so they're all gonna squeeze into boba's tiny little ship and fly to Moff Gideon. Like, what? Like, they can't all fit in that little thing. Like, I don't even understand how the physics of that thing works. Like, still to this day, I've always wondered about that. But I don't, it's fine. I'll move on. But are they all just gonna, like, vibe together for, like, a couple of weeks just to find the child? To bring it back. When the the Razor Crest blew up and he picked up the ball, in my opinion, kind of ironic how the ball suddenly doesn't blow up, but literally everything else metal does, but I don't want to talk about it. And how it perfectly blew off, off the the stick. I don't... Anyways, Hollywood. But the spear. I don't want to talk about the spear because the pulse rifle is gone. Din probably forgot about his jetpack because we never saw him pick it up and he probably just forgot about it because he's an idiot. So the spear I'm like, is, is his jetpack not also made out of best car? It is, but he left it on a rock. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well he can go pick it up. He, he's depressed. He probably <laughs> is gonna forget about it. He's probably like, did we see it when he went to go get Kara? I didn't see it on his back. Okay, listen, I'm so confused about the whole thing because he doesn't have the jetpack on one minute and then the next minute he does. And you know what? I'm just- But he doesn't take- This this dork, okay, takes off the jetpack, right? Because he's fighting with Boba. And then they're like, oh, best friends, all good. And then he's like, let me go run across these mountains back to the child. And he doesn't even think about picking up the jetpack. Do you know how, like, literally, this all, this is all his fault because he didn't pick up that jetpack. He could have easily gone into the child so much faster if he had his jetpack, but no, he forgot about it. Okay, speaking of the child and the mountain and all that crap, um, can we talk about the, what are they called, dark troopers or whatever? Oh my gosh, I thought that was Ultron. I was like, (laughs) I was seeing my fandoms coming together. I was like, wow. This is, this is literally my dream. Because that was something. <laughs> um, I was just like, they're, they're, they're very scary. And the poor baby. And then when, like, Boba was, like, going to go after them, and he was like, no, the child, like, don't hurt him. I was mad at Din at that. I was like, do it. For real. <laughs> I mean, you could have, we could have figured out how to catch the baby once he's falling. I mean... Mm-hmm slap your jetpack back on baby and go get it exactly literally the jetpack is the true villain of this episode because then forgetting the jetpack yeah he this a majority of this could have been over if he just got his jetpack but he didn't did you guys okay the tiktok as did you guys see the tiktok in march of them filming yes Florian? yes yes as soon as i saw those california rocks i knew this episode is going to be bad because we know we see the stormtroopers. So I knew it was going to be bad the whole time. So we're having a little technical difficulty is all we on this podcast. And I want to die. But it's fine because we're back. And I'm going to finish my story. Girl on TikTok. Posted a TikTok in March. That TikTok blew up. It was huge. Shout out to that girl for giving us that taste of content. 
when we were in a drought of content. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, TikTok gives us a lot of good things. Also a lot of bad things sometimes. A lot of bad things. What a transition. Star Wars, Star Wars TikTok is um, an interesting side of the app for sure. I think it depends what side of Star Wars TikTok. Like there's like the, the just like the happy-go-lucky side of Star Wars TikTok. And then there's the very like aggressive side. I have a lot of stories about Star Wars TikTok. People are ruthless. Like literally Star Wars fans are ruthless on TikTok. It's horrible. I hate it here. I like people just want to like ruin Star Wars for other people simply to ruin Star Wars. I definitely think the thing with TikTok is that um, people really think that they can say whatever they want on the app. Like, yeah, that it's never going to come back to like bite them in the butt and they can just say whatever they want. They can comment whatever they want on other people's videos. Um, I think like all of us have kind of seen that side of TikTok in general, but especially with Star Wars. I mean, I guess I've seen it in the comments, like, but I've also just seen people make TikToks like um, that, like, I mean, I have done like, like replies to these people's videos and stuff where they just like say some really out of pocket stuff about not just like other fans, but also the cast members and stuff. And even though like yeah. a lot of times, like these people that they're talking about may never see their videos or whatever, it's like still just like gives me the ick sometimes with some of the stuff people just say on that app but the comments just people think that they're entitled to say awful things or that they're like better than other people and it's yeah I posted a TikTok where I did like a lightsaber shoot and I did it with professional camera professional lighting as in like sunset lighting so really professional um but anyways i they're high quality photos but i posted them on tiktok and destroyed the quality and the comments on literally every single person was like i was i'm disappointed like did you even edit them this looks trash like girl pack it up like literally the all the comments like the top like 10 comments have like over 500 likes and they're all like hate comments on it and it's just like people want to ruin star wars for other people just because they think it's funny and like it's literally the reason why so many people have walked out of the star wars fandom or like moved to different places where there's a star wars fandom because it's just so toxic and it's awful. I don't like it. And Twitter's the same way too. So we can't say that yeah. it's like different. I mean, I definitely think it has to do with the fandom in general. And I definitely think, you know, as like women, we get it a lot more than men do. Like in general, I guarantee, like I hate to be that person, but I guarantee that if you were a guy and you had posted your lightsaber pictures, the comments wouldn't have been as aggressive but yeah it's just I people agree. people I've like been, to tear other people down exactly and that sucks like I've been like I always hated it when people were like the men of Star Wars are awful and I'm like no they're not it's fine and then I post something and it's literally all men like I hate to be that person because it's like 
of course it's not all men like all men are bad obviously we have like great star wars friends and a lot of them are guys and i love them they're amazing and i'm so glad they're in the fandom and i'm because they're like a positive side of it but there's just some negative men out there and i don't know what's with them i don't know what's with them and they're negative women too but it's just there's a lot of men and yeah no there's definitely it's both sides right like there's there's bad people there's bad there's aggressive female star wars fans there's aggressive men star wars Mm -hmm. fans um and i do think we are super lucky we have been super lucky in the people we've been able to make friendships with i think like all of us have so many friends in this that are amazing of all genders and stuff like um so we are super lucky in that you know for the most part we don't get exposed to this stuff it just happens i i think the most on tiktok is probably where it happens the most just because especially TikTok content like you just you have no idea whether you know thousands of people are gonna see it mm-hmm. or a hundred and so things can just spiral spiral out of control so fast on that app and um but I've definitely seen it with women too like girl Star Wars fans who are also acting like gatekeepers. It's not just like a yeah. male problem. It just happens to be that most of the time or from our perspective, that's what we've had the most interaction with. Yeah, I do not like it. I don't know how we're going to fix it because I don't know. I just like, this is when I was a kid, gatekeeping Star Wars has been the thing our whole life like literally it has been here this whole time like I remember freaking being on the playground in elementary school and there'd be kids playing Jedi versus Sith or whatever and I'd be like oh my gosh I want to play they'd be like you don't even know what a Jedi is and I'm like um excuse me what did you just say like this is something that as kids we grew up gatekeeping star wars like how did this come it's awful it's awful i hate it i hate tiktok i love tiktok yeah. but i hate tiktok like yeah. on the topic of like guys being like girls can't like star wars if i like meet a guy and he's like oh like you like star wars and like i'm like yeah i like star wars and then i'm like like obviously dying here but i'm like a collection of things and they're like why do you have all that? I'm like, because I like Star Wars. Or they're like, you're too much. And I'm like, you will shame me for liking, for not liking it. Shame me for being, like, liking it too much. And then, like, try to, like, um, like tell me I'm wrong about things. And it's just like, pick your side at this point. It's like the guy on TikTok that was like, if you don't know who this is, you're not a real Star Wars fan. Like, why yeah I definitely think that people have such an issue in our fandom especially with like this idea that like if you don't know everything or whatever like you're not you don't know enough or you're not you're not gonna fan but like Star Wars is the type of media where there is so much to consume you could never you could like read a Star Wars book or comic every day of your life, watch like every single, and you still wouldn't freaking know everything. There is so much out there. And like, I think like it's, I just like, I hope that in the future, like the fandom continues to move towards a place where like we can all have like our own flavor of Star Wars and like 
instead of getting mad that someone doesn't know about it, like we can just have a conversation and talk, teach them because like when people, when I meet people who know more about, you know, whatever that I don't know, like when I, one of my actual like um, real life friends, like she's the reason I started watching Clone Wars and stuff, but I didn't watch it until she like convinced me. Like she was like, she never was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're a Star Wars fan and you've never seen Clone Wars. Like she was just like, no, it's like really awesome and you should watch it and this is why and like stuff. And that convinced me way more than some person like yelling at me about how I'm fake because I've never seen it would have like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I just think like, I, I just think that the fan would be a much better place if instead of like getting mad that people don't know something, we were just like, okay, that's cool. It's not for you. Or, you know, if it is, this is how you can get this information I thought this book was really great or I thought this comic was really great and if you want to know more about this character you should like instead of people just being like if you don't know this you're not a real fan yeah it's the same thing with like I know people who love Star Wars but just don't want to watch the Clone Wars and that's completely okay you can like Star Wars and not have to watch the Clone Wars or Rebels or you know the the Resistance like cartoon as well like you can like Star Wars and not have to watch everything and still like Star Wars. And you don't have to prove that you're a fan because you haven't watched like something. And what I loved about The Mandalorian is because like I was able to get so many people to like Star Wars because of The Mandalorian. Because they didn't need to know anything. And people, there's, there's people that love The Mandalorian and have never watched any of the movies, any of the shows, anything, but they love them. They love Star Wars because they love The Mandalorian. And I'm 100% okay with it because that's like a connection piece that I have with them. And I don't have to force them to watch any of this other stuff because that's just like, you don't want to force someone to watch something that they don't want to watch because then they're not going to enjoy it and it's going to ruin the whole essence of star wars itself if you force them to watch something they don't want to watch like that's terrible and that's a horrible idea for star wars fans to be forcing people to do that i definitely think like there star wars can be really overwhelming too like as a new fan like you know i watched the movies like when i was younger but like again i wasn't like super into them until like high school and stuff but like people who have literally never seen in their entire lives right like off the bat if you want to get into star wars like in general speaking like you have to sit down and watch nine movies at least nine movies then you got solo and then you got rogue one and then you have tv shows and it's like that's a lot that's a lot this idea that everyone has to like be a stan or like know everything like some people can just be casual star wars fans and that's okay like no one like you know we are all obsessed and this is our life and we have a podcast and whatever um normal people don't do this (laughs) like I spent my time watching Star Wars videos on YouTube and stuff I understand that's not a normal person but we are you know whatever like but doesn't disclude other people who don't do that like you can be a casual like fan who just likes the movies or likes the Mandalorian and people are just so sold on this idea of that you have to know everything this has to be like I'm like that's such like not a normal thing for me because I feel like other fandoms are not this way yeah Mm. or at least not or at least not as bad Star Wars has from the beginning been absolute trash as a fandom like no offense like I love everyone like the thing the thing is is there's people that don't want to find 
like good people in the Star Wars fandom. Like they settle for people that make videos that are simply like, oh my gosh, I love the prequels and the sequels suck. Like they're absolutely horrible. And they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't like the sequels as much. So obviously I have that same opinion than you and I'm better than you because I don't like the sequels or I don't like the prequels or I don't like the originals. And it's just like people don't want to find positive people in the fandom. Like, there's a lot of people that just want to find people who just, you know, crap on different types of Star Wars and make and gatekeep Star Wars for people because that's entertaining for them. And that's just showbiz. <laughs> that's what they're going to do. And that's what they're going to continue to do. And there's nothing that we can do about it, sadly, other than be a positive influence. So subscribe to the Lady Lorians podcast where we will be the positive side of Star Wars and we'll get to tell you all of our horrible things that have happened to us in the Star Wars fandom. But I think like um, our different views on Star Wars help us so much with being able to like, because yes. I mean, even the three of us, like, uh, you know, we're only half of the group, like all three of us have very different views of what's our favorite thing in Star Wars, what's our least favorite thing in Star Wars. Um, and overall, our whole group has so many different opinions. Um, and so we're still friends. That, like, and we still love each other. And we get to have good conversations and get to learn about why people like something or why people don't like something. And we're okay with that because you don't have to like everything and you don't have to love everything. So with that being said, everyone is welcome on our channel. We, in our podcast, we love everyone. Even if um, you don't agree with some things we say, that's fine. Um, do. we don't like mind we don't mind hearing about it as long as it's in a constructive way like don't be mean <laughs> but we totally like you know we understand like not everyone views things the same way as us and that's awesome and cool and we hope that you keep coming back but if you really don't like us that's fine <laughs> Just don't bully me please <laughs> um, we have feelings please don't bully us yes we will cry wait don't say that because then they're gonna they're gonna bully us we don't have motions say whatever nope, nothing. you want nothing all right guys so that wraps today's episode if you liked what you heard or watched you can subscribe to us on youtube spotify or apple podcast as well as um if you want to leave a like or a comment on youtube that's always cool and or leave a review on apple podcast um we are i think that is lady lorenz on all socials and um Come back next week to for hopefully not another tragedy. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. This is the way.